Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello and welcome to Screen Smash, everyone. I'm your host, Dan Morris. Joining me this evening, I have Maria Kinnan, Tyler Hello. Graham. Hey. Louis Reza. Hi. Welcome, welcome, everybody. I meant to give welcome. you all each a, another second to respond. Look what we did, Dan. We're here. We did I, I was, it. I was distracted Smash. watching myself pointing at the right people because this is not did the it. same orientation. I don't know who cares, Louis? Shut up. Screen Smash. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Screen Smash as we are soft launching here on Couch Soup. This is our new video game show that we're here to talk about video games and video game culture. And we are the one and only video game podcast on Couch Soup. On Couch Soup. <laughs> only. And the only. We'll, we'll beat the shit out of anyone else who tries. We will beat we'll all be the one. other video game podcasts yeah. on Couch Soup. <laughs> on so Couch Soup. This show's primary goal will be to inform and entertain with infotainment. See, I said I like that word. Our motto is going to be to have unfiltered gaming culture talk show and promoting gaming diversity as well as positivity. We're going to strive to interview with creators, influencers, actors, and actresses in and around video games, media, and some pop culture within the space of video games. Uh, and along, we're going to have some topical pop culture filled and focused discussions along with comedy sketches for our podcast team the comedy sketches aren't going to happen just yet those are something that we're working on we have some things ready to go but something that we're really excited about doing yeah so this is screen smash and we are couch soup contributors for the most part everyone here is a couch soup contributor does you guys want to give yourself a quick little intro maybe no Okay, moving on. <laughs> I talk about myself too much. I'm tired of it. Fair. That's cool. I got this. Welcome to Screen Smash, everyone. This is a show where we discuss the gaming world and we give our unfiltered, unapologetic voices for real gamers on the topics that matter to us. And guess what? What is our first topic going to be? We're going to talk about video games. <gasps> Surprise. We're going to talk about what we've been playing. What have we been playing? Uh, what have we been everyone playing? excited? Yeah. I am so excited to talk about what I'm I've been so playing. I'm so excited. What have we been playing? Ready? I, I, I feel like I'm going to disappoint a lot of people. But yeah, I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're Are a you gamer? <laughs> All right, man. I Do you guys mind if I take the floor? I would love to talk about what Tyler, I've been do playing. it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. All right. So first and foremost, I have been playing Warhammer Dark Tide the new Warhammer game. Nice. And I have to say, I have to say, I'm not a Warhammer guy. So if anyone in the chat, you know, is a Warhammer person, uh, I'll find out afterward because I'm sure you will be extremely mad at me as I talk about this. But um, I don't know anything about the world of Warhammer. But what I do know about is how to shoot plasma laser guns and kill lots of disgusting zombie things. And that is what Dark Tide is all about. Um, 
my favorite thing about Dark Tide is that it's got like this melee combat that like innovates on like stuff from like Vermintide and all that, like these old games that the same studio's done. And so like you've got this mix of like jumping back and forth and like getting in there and beating the shit out of these like zombies. But then you've got guns too. And like, you know, it, it's a video game. I love shooting my laser guns. Like you've got a 90 bullet laser gun where you're just going into like a hundred zombies at once. And like, let's be honest, like that's what video games are for, right? You just want to mow down a hundred zombies at a time. So I know Dan, you've been playing uh dark tide too a little bit. Oh yeah. Well, what, what do you yeah. like about dark tide? What's your favorite part? I'm really enjoying that. It feels like a really, like a really good evolution of what they did with Vermintide because Vermintide was a pretty fun game and the dark tide feels like a natural progression of that, but it adds on so many layers and it, feels just so much more approachable with like the gameplay especially with how they manage your the melee as well as the gun combat because in vermintide it was almost on, only melee the melee combat. yeah for yeah. the most part but i love like the darkness of dark tide i guess is the best way to put it like the really yeah, gritty no, I, it, it kind of has this I, I picture of like agree. uh gtfo along with the left for dead origins but it's like it's expands yeah. on that in such a great way and I said it earlier today, we were talking about it. I thought I said, it's sad that this is a more fun version of left for dead than back for blood. <laughs> no, a hundred percent. Like the, the, the grimy look of it. And it's, it is a really good looking game. So th there is that, but like that grimy look is just like kind of unique. Cause it's like not cyberpunky, but it's like this grim, dark, like under city underbelly type of deal going on. And like, I don't know. It just is so like aesthetically unique and pleasing. And there's just I've been finding, too, that a lot of the weapons in the game are super unique. I got this gun yesterday. That's like a bolt gun or something. And I don't know, like, what the hell it necessarily is, if it's like a shotgun or a rifle or something. But I, I just like aim down the sights and I fire this thing and people like split in half, like just straight through the middle. It's like geysers of blood, like 50 meters down range. It's just <laughs> insane. So oh yeah I don't know. I'm, I'm loving i'm loving dark which, side which character are you playing right now um i don't know the actual name of the character class but it's like the the marksman or sharpshooter i think it's the veteran right so that's the that's the one i'm playing i've i've completely been going with that one i haven't touched any of the other stuff nice okay so yeah i ended up making an ogren that's the big dude and yeah, I actually yeah, really yeah. like him. And I actually uh i saw someone else playing the ogren and they had a like a machine gun and he was just mowing dudes down i couldn't even touch any end of the enemies because he was just laying them flat and i'm like i want to do that but he was like level 17 and you level up yeah. pretty slow in the game yeah but did you play any of the vermintide games uh i touched vermintide 2 uh -huh. like a little bit but like not extensively i think i made it um there was a leveling system in that game right i think i made it to like level six on like the elf character with like the two daggers right and that was like the extent to which i played that game so not a super lot i like the melee combat but at the end of the day when it comes down to it like i'm a guns guy in my games so you know yeah. dark tide took that melee combat added the guns and that's that for me you know what i mean so and to anyone else who might be interested or has played the vermintide games i think one of the best things they do in dark tide which i'm sure you'll agree with me tyler is the toughness system the toughness oh, is yeah. kind of like a personal shield that the old games didn't have. And it, you regain toughness when you kill enemies. So you're constantly doing this uh, 
like back and forth rubber banding of you lose shield while you're fighting, but then you regain it as you're killing enemies. So it's an up and down of trying to keep your toughness shield going. Yeah, and you only get the toughness from uh, melee kills too. Right. So it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, you're, you know, if you get trapped in a corner, even though you have these guns, you don't feel punished for not using the guns all the time. So it's a pretty good deal. It's a it's a it's a pretty balanced game from the start. So yeah, I've been enjoying it too. And I know there's been a lot of flack out there. Like it's not a perfect game for sure. No. <laughs> and a lot of people like hate on the developer a lot for some reason. But Who, anyway, the they're called Fat Shark. Hmm. Sure, they <laughs> suck. Like a, they're like a subsidiary of Games Workshop, and they make those games. All right. <laughs> All right. How about you? I'm pretty interested. Oh, oh go ahead. No, go ahead, oh. Marie. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Well, seeing as me, <laughs> I've been nailing the Witch Queen in Destiny Two for the past two months, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but no, actually, I bought the um, the expansion packs at the uh, Black Friday. They they went on sale, and so I just bought all of them. And yeah, I've just been dragging along. I'm trying to get um, up to speed when Lightfall comes out on the 28th. So I'm kind of into the destinies. Is it really that soon that Lightfall's coming? Yeah, yeah. And so Lightfall, like, I don't know too much about it, but apparently it's going to be Lightfall, and then there's going to be one more, um, and then that's the end of Destiny Two. So that's really that's, yeah. That's so it's only going to be like. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's one more. Well. Yeah, so it's like gonna some... just like shut down the servers and kill all your characters. No, I think and... it's going to be going for <laughs> it's a while. Over. But I don't think they're releasing any more DLC, as far as right, I know. Right. Or um, nah, I've just mixed be... it Oh, of course, Louis, because you're a prick. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I want to know: Do you know more? Any more information on this? Like, what's going on with Destiny? That they're just like they're going to just make it like here's Destiny. It's just a service now. Oh, I think that well, they've they've said that they're not going to be um, vaulting any more of the content from Shadowkeep to um, it. They, they said you can basically play Witch Queen and Shadowkeep forever now. Like they're not vaulting any of it. So I'm thinking with because of that, they're going to limit the amount of DLCs they're going to release because you know it, I think it's coming to the end of the uh, the light and dark storyline that they're doing. So I think that's kind of the end. Like they're coming to the end of the story with it, really. Um, which I'm kind of sad because I'm like, oh, please don't end this destiny. <laughs> it's my comfort game. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. Yeah, we'll have to see what they do because I feel like they're not going to do a Destiny 3. Yeah, but I can't imagine. Sony owns Bungie and unless Son Sony's got some other... I heard that Bungie's possibly working on a new IP, though. So... Maybe. Yeah, so the last, um, uh, the final DLC for Destiny 2 after Lightfall is going to be the final shape. And uh, it says final release for Destiny 2, uh, storyline is going to be done. And yeah, it will be the end of the uh, Destiny 2. So, yeah. Can I, can I actually put forth a bit of a counterpoint as to why that might be a good thing? In, in my opinion, anyway, in my opinion. Because um, I'm sure like a lot of like, you know, ritualistic Destiny 2 players um mm. it's kind of gonna suck for them a little bit but the thing is i like playing destiny 2 i've picked it up yeah. and put it down a couple times but the issue with destiny 2 for me personally is that when i put it down it becomes very very hard to pick it back up again because yeah. all these oh, new yeah. systems that have released are so like complicated to me and then like on top of that all all of my gear from like when i played last time is is useless at that point 
And so like, or they reset a, the level of everything, like exactly, exactly, or they just like push the level cap up from like light like fourteen hundred to like sixteen hundred. You know what I mean? Whatever. And the thing is, like, I could see like the end point of the content like sucking for a lot of people, mm. but like once we hit that point, if I decide to jump back into it, it'll be like an achievable end goal for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. If I get myself to that point, then I can play whatever content I want. And I could put it down and pick it back up. Anytime. Yeah, but that's the problem, though. You cannot play the content that you want because they fucking vaulted it, bricks. <laughs> <laughs> so the problem I had is I've only been playing Destiny 2 for about a year. Like, I got into it basically recently. I came in just before they vaulted the Forsaken. And pretty much I had that, to burn through. That was through. a good one. That was a good one, yeah. yeah. And But the problem is, is, like, I came in pretty late. And there's all these characters, and I don't know who any of the them are because i haven't played any of the dlcs before that so i'm just like all right that's a guy and they're trying to get these big yeah. emotional storylines like oh this was my daughter and i'm just like i don't fucking care let me shoot someone i don't know who you are so it's really hard for a, like a new um a new person to come into the game and be like i can pick up with the storyline and get to know the characters and all this stuff because you're just thrown in and it's like you don't have a choice to go back um but it's all right. I just like shooting things. That's basically what I'm doing. It's so. definitely one of the worst things for Destiny 2 right now. It's just it's so hard to either be a new player or to jump back into it after not playing for a while. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah, that's kind of the problems that I had with it. <clears throat> Everybody started jumping right back in and they're like, yeah, let's all go Destiny. I'm like, <laughs> uh, the last time I played it, I had a gun and I killed the guy. And yeah. That was good, Louie. And then, mm -hmm. but that was like, you know, like, like to Tyler's point, it doesn't have to be that long ago. <laughs> it no, be, it I stopped, no. no, I stopped playing for like three months at one point when I went back, nothing, nothing was recognizable. Not even like the intro. Cause I made a new character and that's not what I went through last time. <laughs> Where's all the big red guys. What happened to those guys? Like, yeah. It, it gets it, uh, that overwhelming feeling of like, I don't know what's going on. I'm not comfortable here. I'm going home. It's also Blah. like the the law in Destiny is so deep and so crazy. I read a mission um, the other night that was one of these, like something about nightmare reapers and charging up this fucking nightstick or something. I don't know. And like, I almost had a stroke reading the description of the level because it was like, oh, plug your night reaper into charge it with dreads. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> basically yeah, you, you yeah. literally need to like read the lore yeah. books in like the lore section yeah. of the game and they have lore books that go on like three pages in game i'm not doing and then that. you only get like, like half of the story if you read all of those I played the missions on outside of the game yeah i played the mission i was like let's give it a go and all it was was shooty 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 press a when you got to a place and that was it like it didn't it didn't need that big <laughs> no screw you and your matrix or uh what was that other movie with the aliens and then they, they had the, the something lane and all that the, the, when you when you go through other media that's great but i'm here for the movie i want to watch that show. one movie that's all i want to watch i don't want to have to go read a book and then the comics and then play the video game but that no. video game's not on the platform i have because i have an xbox but it's on the place i just want to watch the thing and enjoy it please give me one thing to fucking do Anyway, I'm mad. Anyway, anyway. With, with that amped energy, how about you tell us what you've been playing? What are you playing? <laughs> <laughs> I have been going back to some games that I uh, 
all right. I've made it a joke that now I'm starting to figure out how to actually use the computer that I have and the screens and all this fancy shit that I'm doing. And I'm like, oh, okay. So the settings matter. You can't just plug it in and start. Tyler, shut up. I see that face wincing. What do you mean playing, Louis? <laughs> so I'm back to Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil Village. Uh, and for the first time, I was talking to Dan about this. Um, uh, Devil May Cry 5, which, oh my God, it was so goddamn beautiful and fun. That, that, okay, new tangent. That was, that, we need more stuff that goes back to like how good the originals used to be. And I know everybody's always saying that, but these are like the proofs for it. Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil 8. Uh, like Capcom no, I, I just, said that Capcom's been doing that for the last year. Yes. Like Capcom has made a huge turnaround in the last they, they, five like years. If so. Konami could get off whatever stupid high horse, this is for you, Maria, whatever stupid high horse they're on and actually do like, you know, the games that made them good in the first fucking place, maybe we would all stop hating them. I don't know. You don't even need to bring Kojima back. Just don't suck anymore. Don't keep going, yeah, this is where the, it's going back to phones. I dropped my thing. Anyway, I, now, look, Tyler, this is what happens when I get passionate, all right? I'm a passionate man. So anyway, I, I just... About Konami. I, <laughs> no, no, no. We could go on a tangent about Konami forever. Oh, we could, yeah. Oh, I know you can. But it, I'm just saying that... It'll, like, it'll like, happen. It'll come. <laughs> it will. It will. So I've been I've been like kind of going back and like, like all these games that I know look beautiful, but I never really saw them in all of their majesty. Now I'm starting to like go back and see how they were supposed to be played. And... Uh, hmm? I got to give a lot of it to Capcom. They really, really stuck a lot of the landings. That like, RE engine is pretty dope. Actually. It yeah. is ridiculous. It is so smooth and so beautiful. And like, I, I, I both feel weak when I need to, and I feel completely overpowered when I need to. And it, it, it just, it, it's, I don't know. I, I, I'm getting this, like these weird nostalgic feelings, but it's only nostalgia from like a year ago. And now I'm like, oh my god, this is fucking great. And uh <clears throat> I, I've been trying to get into a little more um like like party friendly kind of stuff because I have some friends coming over a little more regularly. So we're doing like cupheads, we're doing like uh I, I just was playing last night. I'm like, just one one fight, that's it. And it was uh the soul caliber. And it still sucks, it's still horrible. <laughs> But it's still so much fun when you're just nostalgia horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of the newer ones, the one with with Geralt, and it, it's wonderful. One. Yeah, it's wonderful. But like, uh, like I'm doing that thing where it's the story mode, and I don't care what they have to say, and they talk for twenty minutes, and then you like go to little points on the island, but it costs money to go over there, and then along the way you can get like hijacked by somebody and. You could just get jumped while you're level two by level 47. And it's like, I don't want to be playing like an actual online game where I, I'm the like, yeah, this is my first time doing Overwatch. And I'm playing against five level 2000s. Like, I hate playing stupid. online. I hate it. Sorry. I love playing online, but now I can only play online for those big, like, like you know, like um, team centered kind of things. I have to be with my friends because then I can't be yelling at them. I would just move your ass in the circle. I don't want some fourteen-year-old just telling me fuck my mom. I just don't want to do it. Well, just, just don't get in games. the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Turn off the chat, Maria. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, online multiplayer is infinitely better since PlayStation took away open mics. Like, 
Oh man, I can tell you some stories of playing Uncharted 2 on PlayStation 3 back in the day. And every time you got into a match, it's just auto open mics. Everyone, everyone, especially because everyone had those cheap ass headsets that came with the PlayStation and everyone had an open mic. And it was just like every single mic in the chat is just, just chaos. <laughs> nah, nah, I, I, I quit that a long time ago. Like that. Even now, like I, I love getting in my VR, like going to like VR chats and stuff like that. And then every once in a while, I'm kind of like, eh, that's enough. So Louis, I like other people. Everything. I'm a, I'm a whore. I play all we the field. Well, what is yeah, Dan been playing? <laughs> What's Dan playing? I have also been playing lots of things and everything, but specifically tonight, I'm going to talk about one game that I've been really excited for, and I've been talking about on previous shows a lot, called the Callisto Protocol, which is. <laughs> Basically, Dead Space Part 4, because it's from the people who made Dead Space, but they're not Dead Space anymore because EA sucks a big fat one. And they closed that studio after they made amazing games. That studio made nothing but great games, and they closed them. But anyways, close to protocol. Uh, I haven't played a whole heck of a lot yet, but so far what I have played, I'm enjoying. Uh, the gameplay is very much Dead Space to a T, and it's like, yep, okay, spiritual successor, 100%. Uh, the setting is very similar, very reminiscent. Intro, very reminiscent. Uh, and it looks fantastic. It looks so good. The frame rate's been a little rough, but I think I just saw that you could actually change it to like a performance mode over quality, which I didn't do the first time. I was going to ask you about that because I've read that people have been having some performance issues with the game. I've heard it's doing really poorly it's on PC. PC, it's PC. But yeah. I've been hearing that the Xbox and PS, yeah, PS5 versions have been okay. They've been also done, I think, two patches now for PC, so it's a lot better than mm. it was on the launch, like the actual launch day. Yeah. It's not perfect. I was watching my um, one of my friends was streaming it to me over Discord, and uh, on launch day, it was basically unplayable. Like he was stuttered. Like he would go down a ladder and like he would like drop down the first rung and then like it would stutter and then he'd be at the bottom and it was just completely unplayable. And sounds like now cyberpunk yeah, no. came out. <laughs> yes, yes, it's it's just about that bad. Well, I'm doing that and, too. Um, <laughs> now that uh, now that the two patches are out, it's like a minor stutter here and there. Like it's still noticeable, but it's it's nowhere near as bad. It's a lot better mm -hmm. now. I haven't at least had in any issues that caused like gameplay problems. Like I, I haven't felt like my gameplay was at all hindered in any way. The, the combat is definitely a little bit different and interesting. It's, it's still very much dead space. I've said they added in these new like dodging mechanics where you can like dodge the attacks coming from the enemies. They added in a little bit more melee centric to uh, focus on the combat. So Unlike in Dead Space, where you couldn't really move and your melee was limited to your curb stomp and just like lazily swinging <laughs> with your gun arm, uh, you actually have some pretty intense melee combat. And I don't think it was all that lazy. I just think it was a little like, have you ever swung anything? I guess labor <laughs> is the better expression. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Isaac. Okay. Dan, I'm I'm curious how you feel about the dodging because. I feel like um, the two things I've been seeing in like most reviews that are like pretty consistent are um, the graphics are really good and the dodging is really bad. Like a lot of people don't like the dodging. So I'm curious. It sounded like you were a bit more positive on it. Like, how, how do you feel about it? I will say this. When I started playing it and I got the first like, this is how you do the dodging. And I was like, OK, so dodge, 
okay easy enough dodge dodge like it's not a really hard mechanic it's basically just wait for them to attack you and you hold the left stick and left or right mm. and you auto dodge and you can hold down to block so me thinking like well it's better to block so i was doing that for a while and i started dying a lot and realized like oh when i block i still take damage and it's like right. okay so if i dodge there's no damage so the first few times was a bit of a trial and error and I died quite a bit, but then I started getting the hang of it and I'm like, okay. And it's just like, dodge, dodge, attack, dodge, dodge, attack. And I got into a rhythm and I'm like, there we go. And then I was like, it was that one fight where I had to fight four enemies back to back and I died a bunch. And then I, once I like it clicked, I'm like, oh, okay, this is how I do it. I got through that entire section without taking a hit yeah. because I was just dodging everything <laughs> like a superhero. It almost sounds like a rhythm game. Like in a, in a weird way yeah and then i got my first I mean, upgrade for the melee weapon that actually makes it so that when you block you take less damage i was like uh, okay yeah like, like the batman games were originally supposed to be rhythm games and they still kind of kept the like the arkham series mm. and they still kind of kept some of it in there like if um after you get that certain upgrade that if you're hitting and punching on this on the right tempo and the right beat the combo gets stronger and more powerful so it's not unheard of that if you got like you know if you start learning the tempos and the rhythms for stuff it, it's a good uh a good way to it play games really take all that much timing too it's literally just kind of like if an enemy's coming window. at you you can just kind of hold the stick and wait and like you, you can kind of basically strafe and your character will just dodge once they come in for an attack the bigger struggle is if they follow up attack or not if you if they don't follow up attack you're just free to follow up but if they do and you don't time it right, you're going to get hit still. Okay. So that's where it gets a little trickier. I'm currently playing on normal difficulty because it's my first time and I kind of want to see how it goes. I will probably try to play through it on the harder difficulty afterwards like I did with Dead Space back in the day. Unlike what I did with Resident Evil 8 when that came out and I played it on the harder difficulty and it was fun it was a struggle but it was like i had my moments no there's no struggle in that game in particular that we have a recorded history of me dying over and over and over <laughs> well i had the same problem in the beginning of resident evil 8 on the harder difficulty where i couldn't yeah get but, but your action. engine didn't shut up when you finally won and then i was it playing on an xbox louis <laughs> shut up dan <laughs> i know now but I will say that, of course, of all things, the thing that I'm most happiest with uh, Callisto Protocol is it delivers so well on all the horrible, awful, wonderful death animations. They look juicy. I like it. So juicy, so squishy. And so like squishy. Me, me and Maria were talking about this already. I came across this big ventilation fan. And then she was like, oh, like the one in straight. I'm like, just like the one in straight. <laughs> this one you can walk into. I really wanted to kill that fucking cat. Sorry. <laughs> You can walk into pretty much anything and everything and watch your character just explode into like a like a balloon popped. I want to, I want the choice as a gamer. I want the choice to self murder. I you know I want to see what happens because yeah. they, people have spent hours, hundreds of hours animating these detailed death situations, animating little bits of flesh and bone and sinew. I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to reward them for their work. You're 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 just. You're you're being uh, a philanthropic in your approach to <laughs> to allow the these I'm, game developers. I mean, he he's right though. I mean, I'm sure like there was like God, I, I I don't know. I know that this shit takes a lot of manpower. Probably like half a dozen, a dozen people, and their entire job on this game was probably just doing that shit. 
Yeah. So okay. like, I, you see, now I find that that is a very true statement for something like Tomb Raider, where there's an actual animation per thing. But if they're just exploding, all you gotta Not do is just get like the right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Dude, I, I watched That's my, my point. When my buddy was playing. His he he got hit by some boss. The boss put him on the ground and punched his eyes in. Oh, that sounds so too sick. Yeah. Well, let me, give you, let me give you a, a scale here, Louis. There's the scale of you can throw an enemy into a giant grinder or yourself into the giant grinder, and it just goes pop, you know, and it's just like a yeah, yeah, yeah. gush of blood. Or you can get attacked by the one enemy that's like the one you see in all this footage and screenshots with the big mouth, and mm -hmm. it'll chunk down on your head, crunch down, you'll see your head cave in, then it twists. And like your head at a diagonal is just like, and then your guy falls to the ground with blood, just squirt, 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 squirt. Sign me the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> like, like I know, I know, all conversation inevitably goes back to this, but like, like in The Last of Us, the first one, when the bloater would kill, would kill him, and they would just like rip your jaw out. Yeah, I remember yeah, that being like better. one of those like. Nope, no, I don't like that. I don't yeah. like <laughs> Dead Space as well as well, Dead Space did it first. Dead, Dead Space, Space came out before Last of Us, and Dead Space no, had no, death like no, that. No, yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying that that one in particular, the the the, I, the, yeah, mouth, the I don't know why that one hit me harder. Like like the Dead Space needle in the eye thing. Everybody was like, "Oh my god!" Like it was so hard for me. I was like, "I I just went straight. I didn't even wait." I'm like, "Hey, I did a thing." So I don't know why everyone's bitching about that. That's not that bad. I, don't know. I, <laughs> I trust the doctor. Love, I love survival <laughs> horror games and I love death animations. I love seeing oh, how I, I guess it started with Resident Evil 4. Like the first time you get your head chopped off by the chainsaw dude. I was like, he cut my head off. Like, you know, like utterly shocked that that happened. So now it's like every game. I'm like, what can happen? How it's supposed to be my it. power fantasy, not theirs. I just want to see if they'll go there. That's the thing. I want to see. I want to see what the detail and you know, like when they used to do the um, oh, what's the 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 sniper game where it does the oh, slow yeah, mo and the X ray? Oh, sniper yeah, yeah. elite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just <laughs> shooting. I don't like dying. Felt so good. Yeah, you guys are weird. I don't like dying. <laughs> I like dying. Yeah. Now this is funny. Like we talked about this, and you we brought up. Callisto, I, I I liked like the portal to the portal two deaths with your with your friends or because those are cute. They're funny. They yeah, da, 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 da. Like, that's nice. They're robots. They're not made of. Yeah, I'm fine oh, with that. Speaking of robots, speaking of robots, uh oh, the robots in Callisto Protocol I find almost more terrifying than the actual monsters. The robots ah. are terrifying. <laughs> they're really that's scary. surprising. Yeah, the they're robots. Big, no, they're big. They're, they're big. big. That's why they have really weird, deep voices, and they glitch out, and they're like, like they're it's scary, and like you're like, I don't want that thing to touch me. The monster, I'm not afraid of, <laughs> but that thing. <laughs> Anyways, we have a little bit of time left. Uh, why don't we do a round of what games we're really excited about that are coming out that haven't come out yet, or oh. maybe coming out soon? Let's go mm. the opposite direction. Let's start with Louis on the, this one. Ah, uh, I I really really am dying for life. Liza P. Mm. I really want to see that. That that's the number one for two reasons. First of all, it's the only one I kind of remember from the last <laughs> game thing that they that we saw. I, mean, I, I know a couple of your guys' choices, and I really don't want to say them because those are so freaking beautiful. But so, Liza P. was the one that stood out to me because it looks. I I I like that kind of storytelling. 
Like I love uh, like Alice in Wonderland. You can see a couple of posters behind me with that. Um, <clears throat> and so when I, when I see that Pinocchio and then they kind of bring it to a realm of like, like uh, uh, Bloodborne, which I love. Does it say Bloodborne? <laughs> yes. Yes. And uh, 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 that kind of a thing just really excites me. Also, I'm waiting to see what's going to happen after the Game Awards because they always inevitably uh, start showing some stuff they're holding behind the scene. So I'm really excited to see what that what's going to happen there. Oh, we will be discussing the Game Awards. That is for sure. Mm-hmm. Next week. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have a different name this time. We promise. I'm already getting spoiled on stuff that they're going to announce at the Game Awards, and I'm like, stop yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Stop it. I know. I know. I know. I don't watch it. <laughs> All right, Maria. Me? Oh, okay. Um, high on life. Uh, mm. the the little first person shooter from the the crazy brains behind Rick and Morty. I, I have high hopes for, for this because it just looks stupid. <laughs> but pretty much you are uh, on an alien world taken over by aliens and all the humans have been, I don't know, enslaved by some cartel. But your guns talk and like it's, it's all like the, the guns are aliens and shit. Um, it's just, it seems like postal. You know, it's like a postal brain damage type of shit where it's just like anything can happen. Um, I have my reservations on it though <laughs> because, um, and it's, this is the reason why, is... Um, the guns talk in it, which is great because it's Rick and Morty, but I have a fear that it's going to fall victim to the Greedfall situation where there's not going to be enough lines and the guns oh. are going to say the same shit. It's going to wear thin on you really yeah, quickly. Yeah, it's the yeah. whole, like, it's about to get It's about to get So, um, yeah, so that's that's the only thing I'm, and I'm wondering if that's going to get old. You know, the guns talking is like, is it going to, is it after 20 minutes, are you going to get bored of it? But it's on Game Pass. Who the fuck cares? Like, but it just seems like a super fun game. And uh, yeah, it's a first person shooter. It's just, yeah, high on life. Let's do it. I'll yeah. say I was actually uh, pleasantly surprised when they showed that off uh, last year when they showed actual gameplay. And I'm like, you know what? The gameplay and the shooting mechanics look really so look, solid in this game. Actually, it's pretty good. Yes, that's like, what I'm I mean. Like, yeah. like, my interest skyrocketed. I'm like, yeah, sure. It's, I'm sure it's stupid and funny, but is it going to be fun to play? But then I saw the gameplay, and it's like, okay, that actually does look pretty fun to play. Yeah. Let's let's go for it. Let's run around blasting aliens and listen to this ridiculous dialogue while we're doing yeah. it. Yeah, they, they, said, they said that they cleaned up a little bit after Trover Saves the Universe that now they know how to make the games a little more properly and uh, Trover didn't get bad reviews mm-hmm. mind you so i'm kind of like oh so like these guys are just learning well, why the hell not that looks really good and yeah. it looks really solid and like marissa really? it's on game pass can't so, go yeah. wrong Yay! <laughs> yeah. Hooray. free game yeah so I don't like well, oh, yeah. people that, that would argue if it's free, but we're not because we like Game Pass. And that's uh, <laughs> that, that comes out December 13th. Yeah, that's so. soon. That's yeah. very soon. You'll be yeah. able to play that in no time. All right. Tyler. All righty. So I'm going to go real generic. Real, uh, probably How the safest pick that shit. you could go with. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> Breath of the Wild 2, Tears of the Kingdom. I don't think it's actually Most. called Breath of the Wild 2, but let's be real. Everyone's going to call it that's Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah. And... um. I mean, I, I don't even know what to say about it. it people, you know, it, it was one of the most innovative games probably of the past decade, probably ever. So, um, you know, if they even make a game that is half as good as Breath of the Wild, I'm on that. Um, and just so I'm not being completely generic, I'm going to say um, I'm also a little bit excited for the uh, Jedi Fallen Order sequel. Oh, Cheddar Survivor. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. That one is also coming out next year. And that yeah. game seems pretty promising too. And I, they just, Dan, they, they just leaked today that I know they're going to be, yeah, I, I figured that's what you're talking about. I know. <laughs> There's going to be a new trailer for Jedi Survivor at the Game Awards, and I'm already yes. like, because I have, I'm one of the few people that I know actually thinks Jedi Fallen Order is a brilliant game, and it should have gotten Game of the Year back in 2019 when it came out. It was but a very anyway, fun game. Very I will echo game, your yes. enthusiasm for Tears of the Kingdom. I think Breath of the Wild is one of the best games ever made, and all they got to do is do it again. That's it. Just like God of War, dude. 100%. So I'm looking forward to that. But I'm going to say my pick for one of the games I'm really looking forward to that isn't Tears of the Kingdom, because that's definitely one of them. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Wolong Fallen <laughs> Dynasty. It, it, yeah, if everyone's like, what? Huh? What is this? <laughs> Anyways, I am a big nerd for Musu games. Musu games are like Dynasty Warriors, Samurai Warriors. They're these stupid, over the top power fantasy games where you are versus the world. You're one dude who takes on thousands. You're just murdering thousands of dudes because for whatever reason, you're way stronger than they are. Um, but that studio has decided to make a uh, like a Dark Souls like. And it has had a demo a couple of months ago. And I played the bejesus out of that demo. And I'm super excited for what they're doing. I can't wait to get my hands on it. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. Because it's basically Dynasty Warriors, but in the setting of a Dark Souls game. So it's kind of got a little <laughs> bit of both of those worlds mixed in. And I, I know a lot of that history and lore from the Dynasty Warriors games from playing so many of them. That, that game looks so damn pretty. I oh my god! Like you and you and I were talking as we were watching the preview, we were like, "Dude, that's like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, but like with real dragons." <laughs> oh, please, I want to play that so bad. Yeah. That's my other pick, by the way. But I didn't want to take that away from you because I oh man, I that game looks so damn good, and I haven't played Dynasty Warriors since like PlayStation Two. Oh wow! So I'm good, man. Let's do this, please. Come on. Yeah. So if I you hate played... Souls games, but that one looks good. Well, you got Liza P, dude. That's a Souls game. Like... I know, I know, but horror is different. Horror is yeah. supposed to be hard. But if you remember anything from the old Dynasty Warriors games, do you remember how the first levels were always like the Yellow Turban Rebellion? Yep. That's what you do in Wolong. You're fighting in the Yellow Turban Rebellion. But there's oh, these okay. giant, fantastical tigers that will rip your face off until you level up a few times. So now you're one of those little soldiers taking on one of the yeah. one of the main guys yeah. that can just la, la, la. yeah. Okay, you're basically cool. one of those super soldiers, but you can rise to the status of being one of the super soldiers through the power of leveling and video game mechanics and 50 hours of gameplay. Yeah. I will probably put more than that in it. I'm sure you will. <laughs> I put almost that in the demo. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, yeah, we're all excited for all these new games. We're all loving our current games that we're playing. And we've got a lot more in store for what we're going to do and talk about at the show. Uh, just to kind of close this out here while we wrap up, we have some stuff that we're working on. We've got interviews planned. We've got special guests planned. We've got skits planned. We got a lot of cool things that we're going to work on to make this more than just a few idiots talking about video games. So please be excited. We are. Yes, we've been very excited for a while. All right, guys. I've been waiting for this. Thank you all for chatting with us tonight. We will see you all next week. So long.
Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. 